1: In Canada, I want you to do me a favor. Check out AMI-audio right from your TV, folks. You can listen in. Bell, for example, got us on channel 49 over there. And Kojiko, Ontario, you customers over there can listen to us on channel 596. Visit AMI.ca slash audio for a list of channel locations in your area. Back to the November 1st. First day of November edition of Kelly and Company. Appreciate wherever you're listening and around the world you being uh, along with us. I'm Kelly McDonald with Ramya then.
2: So the fun thing about sharing announcements, Kels, is to hear how everybody's feeling about these announcements. We've been holding back, to say the least, for the last several months, and we're going to try to squeeze in as many people and as many perspectives as possible right now. We're starting by welcoming in John Melville. He's the Vice President of Content Development and Programming for AMI-TV and AMI-audio, and John has been a huge part of this transition for television uh, that we're making on January 9th. That's when uh, Kelly and Company becomes Kelly and Remya and launches to AMI-TV and simulcast it on AMI-audio. So, John, welcome back to the show. We have lots to ask you. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing great, Remya. Good to be here. Hi, Kelly. Um, This is very exciting.
2: It is very exciting. So we chatted about this, Kelly and I, yesterday uh, during our sixth anniversary show. And then, of course, the press release was sent out today. Do you want to tell the audience how this whole the step, the project, however you'd have referred to it, this transition, uh, came to be?
3: Well, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's been going on for a bit of time now. And I think what we realized was the opportunity that you guys have had with the success of the show on AMI-audio, that uh, TV does have uh, a few extra viewers because it does get into a few extra places. And the opportunity to have you on the TV channel would be something that would, you know, be expanding the show. And so we looked at everything and felt that we could potentially do this, but what we would need to do was make sure that we transitioned you guys to television without upsetting what you've already got, which is a fantastic show every day. Right? So we've been in the planning stages for some time and, we realized that we would need to put in new equipment and, and and really sort of build AMI into a live TV environment. And that's what we've been doing essentially for the last six months. And so we didn't want to say anything too early until we got our ducks in a row, as they say, so that we could at least make sure that this was all going to happen and we were going to launch on the date that we've picked.
1: Well We are very fortunate too because part of that is us being able to do things from our home studios, which uh, have been getting put together for us, has there been challenges, John, that we can share with the audience as this process has unfolded, whether it's behind-the-scenes conversations or the build you're discussing?
3: Well, there's always challenges. I've been on a few builds in my career, um, and uh, it, it, the, you have to anticipate that uh, it's going to be complicated. Uh, whenever you take anything that is you know, in a routine and, and try and change things, It does become complex, but I have to say that the silver lining in our challenges actually came during the pandemic, um, and that was the whole move to remote work. So what we all experienced, I think a lot of people can relate to it, was more use of things like Zoom and Teams and remote calls and, you know, 12 boxes on a screen, that kind of thing. But as we found out, too, with the operations that we have with uh, Dave's show now, as well as potentially you guys going on, was that we wanted to make sure that we could, you know, do the show either at a studio or in a home environment. And Kelly, you guys will remember, I think last summer we tested it all out. We, we've had people in and out of your home and installing things, putting microphones in your ear, you know, all of this kind of stuff, right? To really see if it was possible because when you're doing a live TV show, obviously you need to make sure that, you know, things are consistent. You're not going to be dropping in the middle of the show. And as everybody who's been on a Zoom or a Teams call knows that, you know, mic's muted, you know, or your bandwidth <laughs> goes and you disappear for five seconds or you all you pixelate and you're... Your, uh, uh, you know, your voice goes away. So we wanted to make sure that none of that would happen as well. And uh, our operations team, which is being led by Kyle Harper, has been very busy making sure that we could test everything out and, and what we call a proof of concept. So here's what we thought we could do. Now let's make sure we can do it. And therefore, we go through all the paces and work with you guys to see if it will all work.
2: Yeah. And it's really, really fun. Now, you talked about the uh, potential studios from home and getting all of that set up. But how about the changes going on at the AMI studios over there? Because there's a lot of fun stuff happening.
3: Yeah, well, what we decided when we when we launched the now now with Dave Brown show a few years back, um, we we kind of evolved from audio and and essentially built TV around it. But since we we're going into more live television, we felt we needed to actually put in a proper control room environment. And what that essentially means is we have a switcher, it's a large switcher with a graphics position, a switching position, a director position, an audio position, and an apprentice position. So you've got essentially five or six people that are sitting in this control room for the duration of Dave's show and for your show. And that is what we're now building in at AMI. So what we've done is we have about... Third of our building space on the second floor at our studios in Toronto that has been remodified to essentially put this controller in place in and again a lot of that happened because many of our staff are kind of working from home now and we've got this hybrid situation going on so we don't have everybody in like we used to so it was an opportunity to use some space that we had, and we we're building custom desks and millwork to, you know, adapt this equipment. So it's all very exciting. It's an open space. It's, uh, it's got accessible egress, etc. so that anybody can get in with a wheelchair or, you know, if they have a disability, we expect to be staffing with a full range of employees who can learn and do television for us in that environment.
1: That's excellent, absolutely fantastic, John. So many neat things going on as this build unfolds, and, and including a space uh, for uh, Dave's show to be done for our our in-studio in, in studio people to do uh, their hits. And I also have to say, folks, we will be having, while uh, training's going on, a period of time where uh, we are not doing live shows as everything gets to be uh, together. That will happen in about five weeks of time. But as John mentioned, staffing. Discuss that. I'd also like to welcome in, at the moment as we've had changes, uh, Matt Agnew, Jeff Ryman, Grant Hardy are joining us. I uh, really would love it, guys, if we could just kind of go over a little bit about what's happened with each of you. A lot of people know Grant Hardy, and Grant's the newest member to the team as our Vancouver reporter, but now Grant a different role.
0: Yeah, hey, guys, it's been very exciting for me to go through this transition from AMITB to, uh, well, my audio temporarily, and now we're going back to TV, which is incredibly exciting. Uh, you'll see me and hear me on the air for my lifestyle headlines, uh, my health, my what in the world, hopefully a few other things down the road too. And I'm helping to support the team with some behind-the-scenes work as well, lining up stories and doing scripts, writing and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'm incredibly delighted to be part of this team it's everyone is just so gracious and kind and welcoming uh but more importantly i think the show is going to be uh more the incredible staple that it's been really for the last uh six years as we move to tv and it just has so much great content great hosts great contributors and uh hopefully uh hopefully we'll just keep getting better and better
4: Mm-hmm.
2: well it's been really really fun working with you grant and uh of course our listeners have been hearing on air your um the the headline segments that you've been bringing us but also lots more behind the scenes uh jeff ryman also moving to some new and interesting things right jeffy
5: yeah it, it actually kind of hit me really for the first time this week as my uh I've officially transitioned over to the visual producer role for Kelly and Remya, And uh, before you guys obviously heard me on the air, um, I'm taking more of a a backseat to the on-air stuff, more of the behind the scenes stuff. And as the visual producer uh, lately, I've been working on, you know, visual stuff, um, you know, for lack of better words, uh, that would include basically anything you see on your TV screen will uh, be Pretty much put together by me or, or people who are who are going to be working closely uh, or, around me. So pretty excited. Like I said, this week uh, has been very different than uh, the last five years of, you know, chasing stories and and uh, producing segments um, for, for, for you guys. But yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes.
1: And when we do credits now, folks, we can actually use proper titles such Ooh, yeah. as senior producer for uh, Kelly and Rumya, Matt Agnew. Matt, what's your role like?
4: Yeah, well, I've I've got a big change ahead of me. Um, I've I've been fortunate to uh, work on the show since its launch in 2016 in a couple of different capacities, but um, mostly technical. And uh, I'm, so I'm taking a big step away from the control room uh, in the next year and um, serving as a senior producer. And um, you know, I, th- I think part of my new role is is offering some creative direction. And uh, as an audio editor and a sound designer, it's been really cool to. Sort of jump into this new medium and and you know working closely with Jeff to sort of find our visual style. Um, you know we we want the graphics to to complement the, complement the sound style that, that we've created over many years in radio and you know balance it with something that's that's eye catching but also good accessibility design and so I've been spending some time with uh, with our friends here M Williams in the IDV department and um, and just learning a lot about you know TV and motion graphics and design uh, over the past months and. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just really excited about what we're, what we're going to bring to not only longtime listeners, but also new viewers.
2: Tons. That's what we're bringing. We're going to bring tons. Thanks, Matt <laughs> and Jeff and Grant, uh, for joining us and giving us a little bit of a sneak peek and getting on air for that. Uh, also, John Melville, of course, joining us. Thank you all. Appreciate it. And John, we'll catch up with you soon because I'm sure there's a lot more answers that you're going to give us and uh, teasers for listeners.
3: You bet, and congratulations on six amazing years, guys! It's uh, I can't believe it's been quite a ride, eh? That's uh, I know. It's good. All excited about Jan ninth, so uh, we'll see you all live on TV in, on on in the new year.
2: Absolutely, take care, John. We take were care. speaking with along with John Melville, who is the. Uh, Vice President of Content and Development for AMI-TV and AMI-audio. Visual producer Jeff Ryman. Senior producer Matt Agnew and reporter Grant Hardy on our chat leading up to television. We'll step aside for a moment.
1: We'll be back with Hour 2. W. Ross McDonald School will be uh, talking to us about the event they just hosted, The Walk for Wind Jack. We'll be talking to some of the students that were participating. Woodworker Jeff Thompson, he'll be here. But up next, community reporter uh, Julie Martin from Pictou County, Nova Scotia.